Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Horror Fiasco, who says, Am I the asshole for testing my girlfriend? Oh, dear. I, 26 male, and Clara, fake name, 23 female, have been dating for three years. I've been cheated on in past relationships, particularly in high school, and have a tough time getting over it. Yes, I know I should work through it and see a therapist, but I'm not sure I'm ready to uncover everything to a random stranger. Anyways, Clara and I have a very incredible relationship. We like most of the same things and support each other in the things we may not agree on all the time. We have an amazing intimate relationship and like the same things in the bedroom. All in all, I couldn't ask for a better girlfriend. However, I guess I was feeling especially insecure one day and felt almost as if it was too good to be true. As in the past, my exes also seemed to be so perfect before it tragically fell down in infidelity. While she was at work, I made a fake Instagram account and messaged her using an AI-created face and text asking her to do explicit things. It took some time, but she responded and denied the offers. I'll admit I got carried away playing the character of a douchebag and got a little forceful and aggressive until she blocked me. I was proud of her for not cheating and for remaining loyal and thought nothing about it for the rest of the evening. She came home that night and completely broke down and showed me texts that had awoken her PTSD from some guy on Instagram. I proceeded to pretend as if it wasn't me and comforted her, though she didn't seem to lighten up after that. I got frustrated and we had an argument and she called me an asshole for expecting her to be okay immediately. We slept it off and got over it. Fast forward a few weeks later, Clara was setting up a party for her sister and she asked me to text her and get some details because it wouldn't sound suspicious from me. I didn't understand what she expected so I allowed her to do it on my behalf and in doing so she found the account and the messages and has since left and not returned. She won't return my calls and has since sent her brothers to pick up her stuff but they won't help me either. I've texted her and called her and left messages explaining that she was overreacting and she should be more understanding of my situation considering I've been cheated on before and she hasn't. It's really frustrating because it's not like the guy on Instagram actually did anything to her and she's making it such a big deal. I felt a little bit of remorse because I miss her and want her back. So, am I the arsehole? So people were asking OP questions in the comments. We're starting with cat food on my shelf who says, you're the arsehole. You don't even feel remorseful other than the fact you want her back. What exactly did you say when you got carried away and a little forceful? OP says it's not just because I want her back and it was essentially things along the lines of her sending dirty images to the account and that he would hurt me if she didn't. 
but I'm completely fine and the guy doesn't even exist. So I'm having a hard time understanding why she's making a big deal out of nothing or how it's my problem. And we know Opie's absolutely in the wrong in this situation. I couldn't help but notice how he was minimizing his girlfriend's PTSD. You know, he says he has trauma himself and he said what he did flared up her PTSD, but seems to like don't understand why she's making a big deal out of it. It's not nothing. You fled her PTSD from what you did. What you did in itself was absolutely horrible. But then completely minimizing what she's going through at the same time from what you caused. Yeah, it's just, it's unforgivable. I think it's unforgivable the very first part of it, to be quite honest. And although you say you're not ready to seek that help, I think you really need to because I can only see this continuing in future relationships if it's going to go that way. But Lehman Shark says, I'm assuming if you had been dating for three years, you knew her trauma, you knew her triggers, and you exploited it for what? To feel a little better about yourself. You made her completely unsafe so you would feel more secure. Not only is it arsehole behavior, it's manipulative narcissistic behavior. My recommendation? Therapy. Opie says, I never heard anything about any trauma she had, and I personally feel she should be a little more understanding, seeing if she really did have trauma, she should have told me before. However, I will look into therapy. We've seen a few loyalty tests over time reading these stories. One that always jumps out to me is one where the whole family tested the girlfriend when, when it was the first time meeting them, and I think the brother did something. And there's never, I can just never picture a situation where that's going to turn out well. Accomplished Hour says, yes, you are in this situation. Feeling insecure because you've been cheated on in the past is reasoning, but not an excuse for this behavior. You mentioned in a previous comment that simply being told you are wrong isn't helpful, so I'll try to lay it out the best I can. While you are human, and it's perfectly natural to feel things like insecurity in a relationship, you put your soul, feelings, and emotions above that of your girlfriend in your attempt to uncover potential disloyalty. You are in a separate relationship from your past partners, it is not fair to hold their shortcomings over your current partner's head, especially if things were as picture-perfect as you claimed beforehand. If you do feel as though your partner could be doing something disloyal behind your back, have a heart-to-heart -heart discussion with them. Testing your relationship shows an underlying lack of trust, and without trust, there is no relationship. To add to things, you then invalidated your girlfriend's emotions and tried to sweep your actions under the rug when you were confronted with the consequences of those messages slash how they affected her. If you're confused as to why your girlfriend could be uncomfortable and or upset with the fact that you lied and manipulated her into believing you, in fact, we're not the sender of those messages. Just try to remember how you felt when past partners lied and manipulated you into believing they were not fucking other people. In your attempt to test your partner, you gave them the same feeling of uncertainty and walking on eggshells that you feel. You broke their trust. You still do not understand that. You should most likely take some more time to work on yourself before taking another relationship or getting back into this one. And of course, there was a lot of people criticizing OP, calling OP toxic and stuff like that. And OP wasn't replying in, you know, the best way possible. Let's put it that way. But OP does update the post and says, all right, let's unpack this a little. First off, I would like to take the time to say thank you. I truthfully am grateful for the replies that each of you have given me. For a day or two, it hurt that nobody agreed with me or anything, but because of that, it gave me time to reflect and realize how much of an issue it really was. It was rather eye-opening, personally. I have issues, and a lot of them, and I need to get over them. Now, to update the situation. 
the redditor that suggested therapy and expressed their genuine concern for me and advice i thank you greatly mysterious text 2005 that was their username i decided to buckle down and get into therapy and they wasted no time getting me in the following evening and even though i was very nervous and i'm going to be very frank here and say how embarrassed i was because of how much more helpful it was than i had anticipated as for my relationship with clara to be truthful i've accepted that i had lost clara and ruined the relationship and was ready to walk the lonely road however a few days ago she reached out and expressed that she wanted to meet and talk for lunch we had a very deep conversation for the majority of the day and it was incredibly healing for me admittedly part of me wanted to say okay see you're all better now and don't need the therapy but i knew that was the part of me that was scared also admittedly i had expected for clara to tell me that she was moving on instead she gave me a second chance that i feel i don't deserve but would be stupid to pass up on i decided to take a step further despite the nervousness i have about it and suggest couples counseling which she loved the idea of i expressed my concerns and she has understood however we both agree that this is really important and we want this to work i'm so grateful for the incredible amount of grace that i've been given and will never make the mistake that i have made again thank you again for your help and i think it's fair to say that the post was pretty much divided mostly against op still you know people were saying that they're glad that he's getting some kind of help for what what's going on but other people saying you know clara's made a big mistake here by by taking him back but what is your opinion on this matter let me know your thoughts down in the comments below would you be able to forgive and move on from that even with therapy and couples counseling or you know is that a deal breaker for you let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Story. And our next story comes from the Today I Messed Up subreddit from Stuffed in a Shoe. It does come with an update as well. <laughs> this title. <laughs> I said titty during a game of heads up with my girlfriend's conservative family. I'm such a child. For anyone who doesn't know what the game heads up is like, player A holds a card slash phone up on their forehead, which they cannot see. If the card slash phone says a term like Netflix, people on player A's team will give clues so player A guesses the term. A good clue for it would be it's not Hulu, but... And player A would guess Netflix. Get it right and move on to the next term. My girlfriend's family come from the Midwest. Classic, old-fashioned, church-going people. Very nice people, but very reserved. I, on the other hand, come from a family of Italians from the East Coast. 
Admittedly, this means sometimes I should have a better filter than I do. So there we all are, enjoying some drinks and playing a fun game of heads up. The clue was Janet Jackson. <laughs> I'm not, oh dear me, here we go. I'm not sure why I blurted it out. Maybe a mix of embarrassing competitiveness and the liquor, but I immediately screamed, Titty at the Super Bowl! <laughs> Time stopped. I saw the entire relationship flash before me. I've never been in a situation where one second feels like an eternity until this moment. Everyone stopped yelling clues. My girlfriend didn't even guess. Everyone just stopped and stared at me. <sighs> I became so anxious, started sweating. I can only imagine my face at this moment would have made the top post of all times on r slash watch people die inside. My girlfriend's parents' friends broke the ice. They said, okay, well I think it's time for us to get out of here. Everyone followed suit. I awkwardly said goodbye and I'm sorry, but I knew what I had done couldn't be undone. My girlfriend ignored me the rest of the night, still including now. For I'm hiding in the bathroom writing this post. I'm not sure what the ramifications will be and if our relationship will survive, but it's not looking good. My girlfriend obviously doesn't care about the word titty. I think more so the fact that her boyfriend screamed titty out of nowhere in a friendly game of heads up. The ironic thing is, I think that was an A-plus clue. <laughs> if we were playing with my family, not only would everyone have died laughing at someone screaming titty, but they would have all guessed the term correctly. It was that moment I realized just how different two families can be. Bacon Bomb Thief asked on this one says, wow, her parents' friends actually stopped and left the house. That's rude as hell. Opie says it was pretty late anyway, so I think they just saw it as an opportunity to skedaddle. Gawthorn says, oof, but seriously, one, this isn't going to be the last time this happens, lol. It is so difficult to filter words that are just words and naturally fit into your meaning and vocabulary. Good luck, lol. Two, sometimes you gotta rip the band-aid off quick. I bet if this happens a few more times, they get used to it and won't up and leave every time you do, lol. Opie says, I'm stuck between wanting to be respectful and wanting to be myself. Part of me thinks if this is gonna work, they're gonna have to love me for me. Another part says, these are the parents of the girl you love. Make it work. It's not like I'm overtly classless. I obviously am not dropping F-bombs when they're around. Just tough during a game of heads up when you have 0.5 seconds to come up with a clue. God, I don't even use the word titty when talking about boobs. No idea how that came out of my mouth. Bo says, no worries. I did something similar but yelling out fuck when stubbing my already broken toe at my in-laws. They too are God-fearing slash loving church-going folk who were quick to say, you know, fudge is a better word. My response was, break your toe, then stub it and see what comes out of your mouth. I did apologize when I got my wits back and calmed down. This was the first day I had met them in person. At the time, my fiancé then explained to them who I am and how I lack censorship. Every once in a while, when my mother-in-law has a couple of glasses of wine, she brings it up and how shocked she was to hear such a foul word said with so much passion. It's become a joke at gatherings now. Give it time and you too will hopefully be able to make jokes about it. Oh, that reminded me of a brief story that a family member and they I was invited to dinner around their house. And when I was a bit younger, I always used to wear a hat. Like all the time, that thing would just never leave my head. And, you know, I, I, I turned up to dinner. I was still wearing my hat, went to the dinner table, sat down, totally forgot I was still wearing my hat. You know, 
Obviously, the family member wasn't too happy that I was wearing the hat and, you know, spoke to someone about it. The family member spoke to me up about it a couple of days later about wearing the hat at the dinner table and they found it a bit disrespectful, which, you know, I got nothing against. I wasn't offended by it or anything like that. But over time, it did become a bit of a joke between us in the end about me wearing this hat. And sadly, it's one of the people that I spoke about spoke about before who had cancer and, you know, I was... I was with them as they was passing away and it was one of the last things we spoke about the joke about that hat and and in those last moments she she was the one who brought it up about the hat at the dinner table and she sort of remembered that she had a chuckle and then she sat up and we had a hug and and that was one of the last things that was said because unfortunately shortly after though within minutes she passed away and although it is incredibly sad it's still a lovely memory that i have that i have about her anyway Enough about me, let's move on to the update, which says a lot of people saying she isn't the one, break up with her, etc. Uh, no. We have the same sense of humor. She isn't as conservative as her parents. Her parents joke around and curse, but when someone screams titty in an appropriate setting, it's a little crass. Woke up and she was fine. Just said she was annoyed the night ended like that. Going out to dinner with them tonight, so let's hope I don't shout any more expletives. So many miserable people telling me to break up with her after hearing one small story. <laughs> oh dear, dear, dear. Second update. We went to dinner with the same group and we laughed about it. I was a little confused because they acted like it wasn't a huge deal all of a sudden. Maybe they realized they were a little uptight. Not sure. But I say hello and my, my girlfriend's dad's friends say, Hey man, I wonder how Janet Jackson is going today. And everyone laughed. I said something along the lines of, I let the tiger out of the cage last night, so that's my bad. They laughed and said it's fine. It was just getting late. My girlfriend and I are fine. She isn't the monster you guys make her out to be. How would you feel if you knew your parents were conservative and your boyfriend shouted titty out? Probably a little annoyed, and she had a right to be. But everyone's saying I should break up with her. She's awful. It sounds like a fun relationship. Slash sarcasm. You guys are miserable human beings. What kind of person do you have to be to tell an internet stranger to break up with his girlfriend of two years because of one small story? Sounds like you're just a bunch of miserable people who want others to be miserable as well. Probably incel idiots. To everyone who got the point of the post, that it's a funny, embarrassing story, without reading too far into it. Thank you for the kind words. A lot of people said not to listen to the idiots, and I appreciate that. Not that I would ever listen to the internet about my relationship, but it was appreciated. Also obligatory, thanks for the gold and silver. Cats for Life cracked me up below this post. It said, Redditors try not to make people break up slash divorce over small mistakes challenge. Difficulty? Impossible. <laughs> but I'm super glad things went well and they went to dinner the next day and had a bit of a joke about it as well. And I truly wish you and your family all the best for the future. But now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have one more cheeky story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Week Ordinary, who says, Am I the Arsehole for not giving up my Christmas annual leave so my coworker can spend some time with her kids? This boss said there's one gap for annual leave on Christmas and they've been saving it for me. According to him, any new employees, once they've passed the probation period, will get the first Christmas off. Here's the thing. I don't care if I work Christmas or not, and I'll be on my own this Christmas as I don't celebrate it. Two days later, this was three days ago, I had a colleague come up to me and she was talking about annual leave and asked if I would consider switching, and my response was no. She then started going on about 
how she has kids and what I would be doing this Christmas. And I just said no. She seemed moody and walked away. Later that night, I got home and my nephew video called me from his mum's phone. When she got the phone, we caught up. Here's the thing though. Before my sister gave birth to her son, this happened and, and was in complete agreement with me in a previous workplace. I brought this up with my sister. My sister said I'm being a bit selfish as I'm child free and she has kids. She's working and I'm not, which means she won't be able to see her kids for long on Christmas Day. She also brought up the fact that I'm not bothering to come up and see family this Christmas and will be spending three of the days phone free so I won't be communicating with anyone. Am I the asshole for not giving up my annual leave to a mum with kids when I'm going to be off and she's going to be working, even though I don't care if I work or don't work? Edit 1. Holy shit. Just went on Reddit and didn't expect this to blow up. I-25 female, I'm not sure if it's relevant, but I've chosen a child-free life. About three months ago, I got started at a new job and have just passed my probation period. Now my bosses are sorting out my annual leave with me. Ever Anna says, you're the arsehole. Why did you say no to switching? You said you don't care about Christmas. You don't celebrate the holiday. You will not be visiting family who does celebrate. If she was switching, then you wouldn't be giving up your annual leave. You'd just be shifting the date. Another user says, not the arsehole. If you don't celebrate Christmas, that has no impact on your entitlement to time off. And anybody who says you're the arsehole is a biased moron. Your decision not to reproduce should cause nobody with a brain any concern. And your refusal to switch shifts is entirely fair. Why identify yourself as a target for shift swappers right off the bat? Good for you. Another user says, not the arsehole. You don't owe this female any kind of favor. Your leave is your own. If she wanted it off, she should have planned ahead. It's not like Christmas is a surprise. It's the same day each year. And one more comment from RB who quotes and says, child-free life. I don't care if I work Christmas or not. I'll be on my own this Christmas as I don't celebrate it. And then says, you're the arsehole. So you're just refusing because why? It's not a matter of someone deserving holidays, more slash less because of kids. You're just being an arsehole co-worker for no good reason. And why are you saying give up annual leave when it's just a matter of switching with a colleague? You'll still have your vacation available to you, just at a different time. Why is it such a foreign idea to just be nice here? It costs you nothing. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. You are absolutely incredible never forget that and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com